0: and 35-year radio veteran, book publisher, and vehicular village idiot, Mark Catfish-Groves. Let's rev up the conversation. Time for Driven Radio Show.
1: Welcome to Driven Radio, your weekly automotive happy hour. I am Brett Hatfield, here with our engineer and co-host, who's fiddling with the board, Mr. (laughs) Catfish-Groves. (laughs) Yup. And the evil genius of craving cars, who finally cracked a thousand subscribers 1k
2: hey that's this guy right here
1: no you broke through a <laughs> thousand subscribers and then you kept on going you look like you added a bunch more after that
2: yeah about another 50 that's nice. good that's, yeah yeah no that, wow. that's very good uh, let's
1: hope it's a snowball effect and you just keep rolling uh mr like Corey pratt sitting over here all
0: proud yes yeah he mr we, 1050 that's right
1: we are coming to you from the frozen tundra that is driven radio studios and beautiful.
0: No, it has been so stinking cold, man. White Fang—that's a description of my body. <laughs> damn!
2: I, 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 hey, uh, when it doubles in temperature the next day and it's still single digits, single digits. Yeah, no yeah, you know it's pretty damn. Cold. That's
0: that's in the suck zone.
1: <laughs> I looked at the Weather Channel website today because they'll run out the forecast for twelve days. Mm-hmm. We don't even get above 30 until a week from Friday.
0: Yeah. and we wow, are talking 30, though? Sweet. Highs in the low single digits. Uh, and I, I know there's probably people up in Minnesota listening right now going, Oh, oh, oh
2: poor yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, you, you, you know,
0: minus three. Oh. But, you know, suck it, man. It's cold, and I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was yeah.
1: talking to my editor uh, at GM Authority today, and he lives outside of Quebec. Oh, it was warmer there today. What? It was warmer there. That's bullshit. So,
2: <laughs> I, I did look for this weekend because I was I was going to go down to Springfield, but it turns out that I'm not probably going to do that now. Springfield's frozen. You don't have to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, because we might get some snow and I ain't driving and that stuff. But Sunday is a high
1: of negative two. If you look at a map of the country, there's this giant, just a droop that goes all the way down through Texas oh. of just... Blue. We're all blue. We're all frozen. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody frozen. <laughs> Southern California and Florida and the rest of the country can just suck. If you can find us online at Driven Radio dot com and read the Driven dot com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Driven Radio Show and on Listen. Here we go. You guys ready? <laughs> oh, God. Been a couple weeks? Yep. Listen on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, Pod News, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, a cast overcast and everywhere fine podcasts are heard (laughs) good grief man that's a lot of places you did a really good job on that yeah thank you nice appreciate that if you like what you're hearing (laughs) leave us a positive review see now (laughs) (laughs) you just shut your pie hole mister (laughs) you're welcome thank you very little if you like what you're hearing we're all very surprised leave us a positive review on your favorite podcast platform and be sure to tell your gearhead friends if there's something you'd like to hear more of or better yet somebody you think we should interview please Tell us. Shoot me an email at brett at readthedriven.com. So, guys, have you managed to do anything automotively related in this frozen
2: mess we got? I've scraped a couple windows off. <laughs> <laughs> Multiple days. You know, I've never
0: been more grateful to work from home. You know, I, I went out and started my wife's car this morning for her. Uh, I'm working on scoring points because uh, luckily she doesn't listen. I haven't uh, I haven't ordered the bouquet yet so, for Valentine's Day, so Ooh. it may be one of those last minutes. Hey, I mm-hmm. picked us up some pork chops and uh, <laughs> potatoes and uh, flowers. Pork chop. Potatoes. Let's see. What's the <laughs> date today? Yeah, shut up. I, it's making uh, me really nervous. <laughs> yeah, you and me both. I got another yeah, couple days. Those poor <laughs> <four> ladies <laughs> in hy <high laughs> are going to hate me. I'd uh, hate it to be party and not too expensive <laughs> working well, with the girls. Well, the time...
1: Timing is fantastic for us, since I haven't gotten anything, and our dishwasher just
0: ate it. Oh. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm thinking new LG dishwasher for Valentine's Day. There you Day. go. One of those super quiet ones, and and the one that has the insincorator built yeah. into it to where it chews up whatever crap is left in the bottom. Exactly. As God is my witness, really, that's our then? next one. Oh, yeah. I went cheap the last time,
1: and it ain't going to happen again. The guy who came and looked at this one said, if you want to get something that lasts, you buy the cheapy Hotpoint. That's still made with a, uh, a metal motor rather than a plastic oh. motor, and it runs forever, and you'll get 20 years out of it.
0: You know, I actually did uh, some little bit of vehicular stuff uh, I, I, uh, over the weekend before it got so godly cold. Mm-hmm. I drained uh, as much gas as I could siphon out of the uh, uh Oh, the Kawasaki and then put in fresh stuff I just need to go buy some uh, stabilizer mm-hmm. and put a little bit of that in there and uh, and I also ran it for about 20 minutes 20-25 minutes while I was doing other stuff in the uh, garage and it you're just trying to see if it'll gas you out oh it, it no, I did have the door open <laughs> I'm stupid but I ain't that stupid <laughs> and uh, it uh, it ran you know surprisingly better with nice fresh I bet uh, gas in it who knew I bet it did <laughs> it's probably much happier what do you know and I added oil too. I had to you know go where the hell is the well, oil thing? I'm I'm so
1: very proud. Dad's still hooked on bring a trailer. He's still watching lots of cars. And by God, the old man made a valiant effort at chasing down a split window a sixty three no. split window coupe the other day. Really? Oh yeah. I it's You should have seen me standing up on my office chair, jumping up and down, screaming,
0: Go, Dad, go! go. (laughs) That's my dad, people! That's my dad! Papa! You go, Papa!
1: Well, he did, and then uh, 18 guys outbid him. Sons of crap! Uh, And he went a long way. He went a lot further than I thought he was going to go. Nice. So, uh, Dad throwing down heroic bids. Uh, I'm really proud of you, Pop. Thank you for that. He's got
2: a big, captable B on his chest. Big bid. uh, (laughs) Captain Big Bid. The double B.
1: <laughs> Let me just say blue convertible, blue convertible, blue convertible.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> have to click your heels three times too.
3: You
1: say You into have a to mirror. be looking in a mirror, yeah. 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 <laughs> you say it three times looking into a mirror in your garage. <laughs> yeah.
0: I've heard it's true.
1: <laughs> 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 we uh, we got a lot of news this week. Well, we got a little bit of news. Uh, now you can have a 67 Shelby GT500 that'll scare the hell out of you. <laughs> uh audi debuted their flagship electric sedan and it looks a lot like a porsche and lots of uh lots of special stuff is going to be sold at barrett jackson scottsdale uh the auction is coming up in march our special guest this week is lance stander uh, of superformance lance will be here to tell us about how he got his start how he came to america he's not from here
0: but what, what? oh no. well Okay. He
1: is now but he wasn't yeah. before. Right. Uh and all the cool stuff superformance makes and it's there's a little oh, yeah, there's yeah. there's Oh boy. Sexy. Uh, mm-hmm. there's, you need a little alone time.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we
0: got me. a lot of news to cover this week so let's get to it. Roadandtrack.com brings a story about a carbon bodied 810 horsepower 1967 <laughs> Shelby GT500. <500. laughs> which wow. just kind of amazes me. Oh, the, uh, the A10 ain't enough? Well, Although there is a part of it that I'm going to gripe about a little bit, but let's get there. First, let's, let's see the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, starting, uh, screw the starting price. We'll get there. Just dream with me, will you? Okay. Shelby GT500CR from Classic Recreations. Recreations. It'll, yeah, recreations, Those, whatever. It, them too. Classic <laughs> Recreations. Uh, <laughs> it's going to cost more than a 67 original, but hey, it has a carbon fiber body. The bodywork is made entirely all of it, Ooh. of carbon fire, uh, fiber. And you can get it with that 810 horsepower supercharged Coyote V8. Ooh, so we're getting a new engine,
2: too, and oh, a yeah. body. All oh, right. yeah. All right. 810 horsepower. I'm, I'm, I'm still listening.
0: Now, everybody here
1: at the table knows carbon fiber is lighter or heavier than regular body. Uh, oh, 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 um, 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 um. um, um, um
0: Corey. Um, uh, it's medium. No. It's, it's uh, darker. Mm. <laughs> yes,
2: that's it. No, it's and lighter, it's design. You, know, it's, 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 you It's It's design. Yes, it's very much lighter.
0: Than, the uh, And lighter than a lot of the uh, Mustangs you see out there because they're so eat with rust. But uh, <laughs> Classic Recreations, Ooh, recreations uh, builds GT350s and GT500s under license. I want to circle around to that in a second. They're offering this carbon fiber body upgrade for the 500 in partnership with SpeedCore. Another big name. Mm -hmm. Uh, Wisconsin shop made a name for itself building carbon fiber bodies for muscle cars. Classic Recreations says it should be 600 pounds lighter than the steel bodied equivalent. do, do Do
2: we know what one normally weighs? Uh no, I can't imagine they're not very big, right? Well, no, they're
0: sixty. 60s, 60s,
1: they're starting with sixty seven Mustangs, regular Mustangs, not GTS.
2: Which, which, if I'm not mistaken, they they're more likely lighter than I know they're steel and all, but they're probably lighter than yeah, a newer probably, Mustang. They're probably thirty four,
1: thirty five hundred pounds. Okay, so you're talking about getting one sub three. <sighs>
2: Ooh, so you're with, taking twenty
0: percent with eight hundred and ten you know? horsepower. Yeah, oh. yeah, baby. Oh. Yeah. Now it's, oh. it does so start out light. they have life to
1: reinforce some things.
0: Uh, As yep. a regular sixty-seven or sixty-eight Mustang built up from there, Detroit Speed front suspension, multi-link rear setup, big Wilwood disc brakes, of course, all the uh, way around. Better, oh yeah. <laughs> Wheels are three-piece eighteen-inch units from Forge Line, and they're wrapped with BF Goodrich Rival S tires. Powered by that Ford five-liter Coyote V-eight with a 2.9 liter Whipple supercharger, <laughs> Mister Whipple.
2: He's squeezed out another 80 horsepower. Uh, <laughs> More liters than any of the four cylinders out there.
0: It's connected to a Ford 10-speed automatic transmission and a modern 9-inch limited uh, slip differential. This thing sounds like oh crazy goodness. pants it, to drive. It, oh it might goodness. go a little. Oh, yeah. my God, I'd love it. Uh, the drivetrain options are available, which is the the Coyote, naturally aspirated, by the way, a Ford Performance 427 V8, so you can get the Coyote uh, with or without the supercharger. Yep, yeah, or a great big hairy Ford, sorry, yeah, 427, yeah. 427, uh, Tremac five or six speed manual transmission, if you want manual. Hello. Shift on your own. Carbon fiber body work is a $50,000 upgrade uh, for classic (laughs) recreation. Shelby GT500CR 545, 900C, 900S. If you want exposed carbon weave, add another 10K. means the cheapest carbon body GT500 you can get, naturally aspirated. The cheapest is $265,000. Oh! (laughs) You know, in a lot of parts of the country, that's a house. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, limited carbon edition sold by Shelby American starts at 298 comes standard with supercharger. Just 25 of those will be built. 15 are already spoken for. What bugs me, well, honestly, go, the the part that I'm like, dis, you know, discuss is the fact that they take a... A that, real, quote unquote, Mustang, yeah. and they tear off the shell yeah. and everything else. First of all, it's not a real Shelby, so I think we should make
1: that clarification. But it is a real Mustang. Yeah. And it would have to be one that's in fairly decent condition yes. because you're not going to want to start with something you have to do a crap load of repair to before you get down to doing all the other stuff. At, At least your licensed
2: straight body or a straight frame and something yeah, that's yeah. not too rusted. If no. you're
0: licensed to do all the recreations, why not recreate the whole damn thing from the ground up? And but, you know, have they, a have a shop do the frame, et cetera. We we
1: will get into that a little later when we're talking okay. to Lance Standard.
2: Fair enough. And Fair then enough. Speedcore, those guys that did the Challenger and the Charger Carbon yeah. Fiber body. Did, yeah. uh, did you see did you
1: see the one they just made for Kevin Hart this week? Oh god. <laughs> it's a charger full carbon body thousand horsepower to replace the what was it, eight fifty <laughs> or eight and a quarter one that he wadded yeah. up a yeah. year or two ago?
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Kevin, please take care of it, huh? Yeah. He can't even see over the hood. But <laughs> even though there's a, there's a part of me that just curdles at the thought of taking some really good condition one and then ripping it all apart and, and putting all the plastic on I- it, agreed. still hella cool.
1: Oh, and it's... Just beastly!
0: Oh my God, I want it's, to get inside
1: one so bad. It's still <laughs> to be really neat. Really neat, just 000, one. hundred thousand dollars. Not only is that a house in some parts of the country, that's a house here, and we live in a. In a
2: well, what does one of those go for? Do you think, a, like a normal Shelby GT350 or 500? What are they going for at auctions?
1: Uh, like a real one. Vern sold a '67 GT500, original paint, all yeah. original parts, car. Uh, Great heritage and everything, and it went for a buck ninety one 91 on bring a trailer this past week. Good God!
2: Okay, okay.
1: Yeah. And what's the name of Vern's shop? That would be Vernon Estes Classics, the Bingo. lowest volume car dealer, <laughs> dealer
2: in America. <laughs> his, his, his own claim. Well, the I, 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 reason I, I bring that up and say that is because what if? What if you're not really who cares they're like someone might look at that and go yes I, I love it it's it's classic but they just want that look. They don't care that it's original paint. They don't care cuz they know yeah. those older cars well, do they, not drive like newer cars. Then, then they shouldn't be looking at those. They should be looking at stuff like this. Yeah. That's yeah, that's what I'm saying. This is what this market is definitely for, not for the ones who care that it's not original and but they it, have a the look. And, and here's another thought. If all three
1: it. of us pooled our money, we still couldn't afford half the car. <laughs>
2: Shut up, No, but
0: we might be able to get a set of hubcaps. (laughs) Maybe. Hey, I ain't (laughs) trying to throw a wet
1: blanket on you. I'm just speaking the truth. (laughs) I'll
2: get a loan and get the key fob. How about (laughs) that, Audi? (laughs) Yeah. Well, from Motor Authority, the 2022 Audi e-tron GT arrives. You know, and uh, some people may say it has some stunning looks behind it. It is a pretty car. So on Tuesday, Audi finally revealed its battery electric super sedan, the e-tron GT. Uh, It's due at dealerships this summer for somehow, the 2022
1: model I don't mean to I don't mean to yeah. rain on your hair somehow etron gt doesn't roll off like chevelle ss <laughs> well it's also
2: german so yeah. Nothing that they make up rolls off. Okay. Have you can roll off the, the tongue have or you, the line. Have you read sorry, anything to the throw, Ackermans from did, Porsche mean? None mean of those to, roll off the tongue. Did
1: not mean to throw a bat <laughs> shoot on your story. Please proceed. Now, if this was
2: Chevy, then it better roll off the tongue. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Now, there is both the standard model and the extra spicy RS Etron tron GT.
1: Uh, RS e-tron GT LMNOP.
2: QRS EIEIO. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, there you go. The standard model is priced at 99900 and the RS eTron GT at 139900
1: Look at that standard model change back on 100 Gs.
2: Yeah, uh, you're looking at about a 200 mile range. Uh, the GT will come with the 12.3 inch digital instrumental uh, cluster and a 10.1 inch uh, screen serving as the infotainment. Audi also includes multiple physical buttons. Thank God. Audi also includes a, f- a flat-bottom steering wheel uh, and some Alcantara, Alcantara trim as standard. What's the new fascination with flat-bottom steering wheels? Is it so you can get your fat legs in? Um, I don't know. My uh, I have a, a Golf G- uh, GTI. It's got a little bit of a flat. It's that's all right. For the United States, all versions of the e-tron GT feature a dual-motor, powertrain, all-wheel drive, The standard uh, e-tron GT delivers 469 horsepower with 522 horsepower, up to 522 horsepower, with a temporary overboost using launch control and 464 foot-pounds of torque. This is good enough for about a 3.9 second 0 to 60, top Uh, speed of 152. Jeez, that's cool. But the RS model, 590 horsepower, 637 horsepower with the overboost, 612 (laughs) foot-pounds of torque, 3.10 to 60 on that one. Shame to Christmas. So it'll do 155. How much you want to bet? That's probably limited to 155. Well, that's a European like thing. Like your standard yeah. German, yeah. yeah. So in both cases, there are uh, two-speed automatic transmissions at the rear axle and a single speed at the front that should aid in efficiency for highway driving. Stretch those miles out. It is electric, by the way. Although the e-tron GT is based on the same platform found in the Porsche Taycan, Audi has implemented numerous changes. Numerous. To numerous. make this sedan feel uh, unique. Like, for instance, uh, they have a different grille and a badge. Oh, <laughs>
1: zippity-doo. Oh, shit. please,
2: God, have a dash plaque. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> they, if it's a limited one, they will. No, uh, no also, Audi, Audi, they have tuned it, uh, the suspension to make the car feel more Audi-like, as they would say, with softer comfort modes and firmer Reed dynamic mushy. settings. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> more mushy. So there you go, more electric cars. All righty. Well, from our friends at Barrett-Jackson. BJ! Uh, all of our good friends <laughs> over at Barrett-Jackson.
0: What? Really? Me off guard just a little bit. Really, dude. <laughs> and you're like, I was BJ. It's like, yeah. But I mean, he, and I was thinking BJ and the bear. But hey, I, he laughed. Uh-huh, he uh-huh. laughed, you know, which is kind of Russian. I probably shouldn't humor he- <laughs> Mark so much. I know. Yeah, it's
1: it's a remake. They're not using a chimp this time.
0: How about BJ and a bear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grizzly Madams. Oh, Chris. Keep it to so yourself anyway, next time, Corey. I think you had something there. To, uh, <laughs> yeah, I
1: was going to mention that Brett,
0: from yeah. our friends
1: at Barrett Jackson.
0: <laughs> Yay! Yeah. Uh,
1: they are going to have the Larry Winkler collection of supercars, customs, motorcycles, and automobilia. I should know who Larry Winkler is. Yeah, I I don't. What? <laughs> That's the thing. You know, I I, I, I see these down. I see auctions who always offer these people's collections, <laughs> and the collections are always amazing. And I'm always sitting here going, "Why didn't I know who
0: that guy was?"
1: <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm just not. But the well thing up. is,
0: you just nod a lot at the. the oh, do you know that? Oh, I know the guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sp-
1: speaking of not knowing the guy. Uh, Rick Traworgi, the guy who owned the muscle car city, oh yeah, yeah, uh, collection, yep, contacted me on LinkedIn today. <gasps> Seriously, yeah. I wanted to say thank you for saying nice things.
0: Oh, that was oh, very that's sweet awesome. of
1: him. So, Rick, thank you for that. Yeah, yeah, Appreciate absolutely. it. Uh, back to Barrett Jackson. They're going to offer the Larry Winkler collection of Larry. supercars, customs, motorcycles, and automobilia. And even though I didn't know the guy by name, I should know this collection because there is cool stuff in it. They will be selling the Larry Winkler collection of thirty-five collectible vehicles, forty-five motorcycles, more than four hundred pieces of automobilia. And ten original kitty
0: rides. What? Huh? Like little car? Oh god! Yeah, you know, that goes up the quarter quarter down. And, oh, oh, those! Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. At the grocery store, he's yeah. Got ten he's got of those. Back and and oh,
2: forth.
0: heck yeah! Beep, beep.
1: But this is all going to go at the Scottsdale auction at Westworld, at March twentieth through the twenty seventh. I may or may not be there. I haven't found out yet. The supercars include a 2020 Ferrari Pista, mm. a highly optioned 2013 Ferrari F12 Berlinetta, a mm. 60th anniversary edition 2007 Ferrari F430 Spider, a 1997 Lamborghini Diablo VT convertible, a 2005 Lamborghini Gallardo in yellow with a black interior, a 1999
2: Vector M12. <laughs> oh, the old Vector.
1: Number 12 of 14 built.
2: Whoa. And the yeah. M12, that's uh, the one with the Lamborghini. Yes.
1: You. Also, a 2016 Porsche 911 GT3 RS in martini livery, Ooh. a 2006 Ford GT in white with blue stripes, and a 2016 Dodge Viper ACR with the Extreme Aero package. Oh, now the custom right. stuff
0: oh oh god <laughs> oh, yeah yeah and okay that's, that's just
1: <laughs> yeah. that's just the supercar stuff uh 32 ford two-door uh custom coupe a zl1 powered 427 a zl1 427 aluminum block aluminum head powered 55 chevy nomad oh, custom man. wow a 73 porsche 911 uh, t a 63 chevy corvette split window coupe
2: Oh. Get your dad on the phone.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Pop, hey, Dad, we're we're gonna be in Arizona anyhow. You want to go to the auction? <laughs> he, he likes going to those things. A restored 1960 BMW Asetta 300 convertible head watt you listening to this oh my
0: god i love those (laughs) uh, where the whole front of the car opens yeah your door has headlights on it i love
1: it i've been on one of those man that's not even love seat wide that's a little tiny car (laughs) uh motorcycles up for auction include a 47 harley davidson knucklehead a 54 harley panhead a 1913 indian and a 74 bmw r90s More than 20 original neon lights included in the 400 pieces of memorabilia and the 10 kitty rides and hundreds of pieces of related to auto dealerships, soda manufacturers, more and more. Here's the best part all of this stuff is at no reserve
0: oh my god i'm placing a
1: yeah so i probably won't win that gt3 though
0: i'll be up for 30 seconds
1: yeah (laughs) if it comes up it's getting sold go ahead get your hand in the air see if you can take some of this stuff (laughs) home uh really looking forward to that with any luck i'll get to cover this one for sports car market that would be a ton of fun. Yeah, uh, e- even if I don't cover it, I may try to just take myself over there. That'd so be fun. Coming up, that will be March 20th through the 27th, Barrett Jackson, Scottsdale. Hey, we've got our special guest this week, Lance Stander. He'll be here to tell us about how he got his start coming to America. That was a little bit of a debacle for him, <laughs> and all the cool stuff that Superformance makes, oh, super and fun. so much more. Next on Driven Radio. Welcome back to Driven Welcome. Radio, the sweetest smelling podcast on the web. Our special guest this week is Lance Stander, owner of Superformance. Lance has been in the automotive industry for over 37 years. He opened Hillbank Motor Corp, located in Costa Mesa, California, in 1999, after years in South Africa where he worked with his father. Hillbank specializes in building the Superformance Cobra, Shelby Daytonas, GT40 cars. Lance, Lance's company... <laughs> provided most all of the call cars for ford v ferrari oh my god oh, you don't get any cooler than that oh my no,
0: no that's awesome. so
1: it, the man is uh he's an icon he's done really cool stuff he's also the builder and distributor for shelby's continuation 60s cobras he's the only only company licensed by shelby to build the cobra mark 3 lance welcome to driven radio
3: hi guys thank you very much for the intro.
1: I pray, and I'm I'm certain you're having better weather than we are. Please God, <laughs> it is so stinking cold. Oh here. yeah,
3: oh yeah. No, now, Southern California doesn't disappoint. Yeah, we, we start complaining when it dips below sixty. I mean, that's ridiculous. Are you totally kidding? Ridiculous. I, 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 I'd that's trade
1: sexier. kidneys for sixties right now. <laughs>
3: Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, I, I've heard it gets a little cold back there. It, it's no,
1: most of the country they is lived right in now. a
3: cold climate, so I wouldn't know. Uh, how did you get your start in the car business? So it, it was my dad. Naturally, I was I was a young kid, and my father would take me to his showroom and the different dealerships he worked for in South Africa. And from from age of five years old, I was putting me on a motorcycle, kicking in gear, and let me go around the parking lot. And that's where I was kept out of his hair the whole day when he was so called cool looking after me. Uh, <laughs> and it, it just carried on from there. Hillbank was a, a, a in South Africa. And was actually started on the hill next to the bank, and that <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, was, yeah. was, was a character. There was meaning. You know, people that thought one. it had some fancy meaning. If it yeah. didn't. You were next to the bank, <laughs> and you won't believe it. I mean, you know, when Hillbank grew in South Africa, I grew to about uh, thirteen branches and over three hundred employees. Oh. Then I started getting letters from from um, different departments that said we can't have the name bank in our name mm-hmm. because we're not a bank. Uh, and, and our, you know, the company had really been so many years. So we had to fight that off. And I got the same thing in America after about the, oh, I think it was about five or six years ago, we got a letter and said, you know, um, we, can't, we can't have the name Bank. You know, we're not we're portraying a Bank. And I just, you know, showed the whole history of the company. It's 40-something years that, that it's been the name Hillbank, And it actually went away. They, they they laid off. They didn't have a problem. So I've stayed Hillbank.
1: You would think that you could tell them, it's a compound word, you jackleg. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
3: it's a name. No, it's 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 banks that complain about it. Uh, I believe they one of them report your name, being, you know, being a problem to a bank. Um, but if you can justify how the name was done, so far they've gone away.
0: Well, lucky enough, you know, it wasn't a credit union next to a hill or you'd had a lot of problems with the, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. With yeah. the name of yeah. your uh, yeah. Yeah. business. <laughs> just
1: just stop. Just stop. <laughs> For the love of God. <laughs> so how did you decide to come to the U.S.?
3: So um, I had a bit of bad luck that that. That changed into good luck for me. Um, my dad had always wanted us to come to the U.S. He would come to America once or twice a year. Uh, he would buy American cars, bring them back to South Africa. Um, and, and, and he always wanted us to. But, and then all of a sudden, I, uh, my dad was 57 years old. We were riding motorcycles at the time. He pulled over and he said, I'm not feeling good. But he was a big, strong, tough guy and smoked his whole life. And, and I never thought there was anything wrong with him. And he'd actually had a heart attack on the side of the road, and um, yeah, and he's a stubborn old bastard. And I tried, said to him, look, just get in. We had a, a chase car that was with a woman. I said, get in the car and go with them to the hospital. And he said, no, 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 I'll wait for you to load the motorcycle. I said, no, don't worry, I'll have one of my friends ride the motorcycles. No, 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 put on the trailer, you're not having those souls riding my, my thing. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, he had two more heart attacks in the car on the way to hospital. Oh. I never- Oh, my so word. So with that, my, my whole, you know, my whole challenges in my life was always to create a big business for my dad. And I did that in South Africa. Um, but now I wanted the next. I wanted America badly. And, and, you know, there were issues going on in the politics in South Africa that was changing. And. We weren't feeling as secure with, with what had gone on you know it, it got dangerous and uh, so yeah we came uh, uh, within three months of my dad passing away i i found a, a partner to run the company in south africa and uh, my wife and myself and three kids in five suitcases we arrived in north carolina <laughs> And yeah, believe it or not, well, you know, we were from the South, so we had to go to the South in America. That was what we thought. But uh, there wasn't that reason. Uh, There was a salvage company uh, that was in in Wilmington, uh, North Carolina. And uh, a friend of mine from South Africa, I bought one of his businesses. He knew the guy and he said he would set up that I could buy the company from a guy. But I, I, I never quite understood the whole immigration thing and I thought, well, you're a businessman, you can come to America and just start a business. So, I arrived here with not the correct immigration paperwork, basically a vacation visa, and uh, tried to buy a business and, and found out that it doesn't work that way. <laughs> <laughs> a lot, lot more challenges so I have a lot of sympathy for people that that, that, that are doing immigration. It's not easy, it's, it's, a, it's a big challenge, but really 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 proud after being here 22 years about five years ago we got our american citizenship so I'm now american citizen yay Yay. hallelujah it's the it's the most incredible feeling that's one place i I feel sorry for you guys you never get to feel what it likes to become an american citizen you're born with the luxury and i know a lot of americans don't quite appreciate what it is to be an american it's um it's just the most incredible country uh and and then it it just gives me goosebumps every time i think about it that i can now say i'm I'm an american
1: Well,
2: congratulations that's
3: congratulations very cool it is my favorite country thank you so uh, yeah so north carolina we were there soon realized that 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 wasn't going to work out for us and we started traveling across the usa and looking for salvage businesses as we traveled across and ended up in texas and different places and lastly ended up in southern california uh, um, and um, in Rancho Cucamonga, there was a salvage company there And long story short, that deal didn't come together And friends of mine said to me, you've got to come down to uh, Orange County uh, Come down to Huntington Beach And I was sitting in Rancho Cucamonga and I said, well, where's Huntington Beach? And he says, well, where are you? I said, Yeah in Rancho Cucamonga He said, just jump on the highways down the road and <laughs> I, I discovered uh, Southern California and uh, haven't left, put it that way
1: Fantastic. So, at how did the deal to buy Superformance come about?
3: So when I arrived in in uh, Orange County, my initial thing was to start the, the salvage company. So I had a salvage business in South Africa, accident damages, stolen, recovered cars, and my father had the Highline showroom. Uh, we were partners in everything, and so he ran the Highline showroom, and I was more about salvage, and I liked the volume. So I tried to get a salvage business started in in Canada, that didn't work out. And and my wife had, and my wife and I have been together, known each other since we we're 10 years old, and we've been married now for 36 years this month. Month, and uh, she had always worked. She she actually started working for my dad before myself because I had to go to the army in South Africa, and you have to do two years. So between 18 and 20, I was in the army, and uh, my wife was working for my dad at the time. So she actually says she's the boss in your bank. So she said she's not happy with sitting at home, and she'd heard about superformance and the Cobras, and and she she'd like a little franchise for for her to keep her busy in Southern California, and 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 we arranged that, and she started in Costa Mesa, and um, uh, when I couldn't get the salvage thing going, next thing I you know I'd apply for a job with her, like that. more and more more and more involved in it, um, and we ran it for up until 2004, and then I heard the the owner. Of Superformance, whose guy that was running Superformance in America had, had a a heart attack and a four-way bypass, and and it was partly the the lawsuit. We'd been in a lawsuit with Carol Shelby since two thousand and two, and they we'd just um, yeah um, we won the lawsuit, but it was appealed, and then we settled with Carroll and, and and got the license agreement going, and I was part of the negotiations to get that all going in in two thousand three and four. And uh, so, he, he said, look, looks like you know how to do this, and I w- I'd I'd like to be out of the distribution. I just want to be the factory, manufacture the cars, and, and you take over distribution. And then when I showed that I could raise the money to pay for distribution, he says, well, why don't you buy the whole company, lock, stock, and barrel, um, wow. two trademarks, everything. Wow. And it was, a, it was a big number at the time, and I thought, you know, it does make sense, and, and I did it. Um, and uh, yeah, so since 2005, we've owned Superformance, my wife and I, and uh, it's just grown and grown. Unfortunately, 2008 came along, and that nearly crushed us and ended us. Yeah. We went from 500 new rollers a, a year down to as low as 80 in 2000. Wow. Wow. That so, is... so that was a tough time, but thank yeah, goodness it's all built back up again, and, uh, and, and it's, it's really running around. Well
1: all right let's get to the fun stuff you do uh tell us about the different cars that superformance builds uh, <laughs> and take your time
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah. well as you all know it started with the little mark 3 cobra which is our version of a 427 it's it's a it's a pretty good copy of a, of a shelby cobra but it's not exact and it wasn't meant to be exact because we pretty much knew carol would sue us at some time even back in <laughs> 94 when <laughs> first cobra, we just knew that. So it, it's a square a rectangular tube frame, the body is slightly different. the interior is very slightly different, but it's a good thing. Um, so that's that. And then once we got licensed with Shelby we, we started expanding it and uh, we had already developed the Daytona, the Shelby Daytona. Uh, at that time, it was the Superformance Performance Daytona and, and, and all along, we, we didn't want to just do another kit car or replica, we wanted Peter Brock involved, we wanted all the original players. and We had Peter Brock involved, and Bob Nextat, who worked at Shelby in, back in the 60s, uh, was still alive at the time working for Rausch. Uh, and, and we got that. But the last piece of the puzzle was Carol. and then of course, we got a license to got CSX number, 9000 Series number for the Daytona. Mm. And At the same time, in the background, we were working on the GT40, but that was a massive project. Uh, We didn't want to do what other replica companies had done, where they came with a fiberglass uh, roof and the rest fiberglass body and a a different version of the frame. We wanted everything to be exact and we wanted to be licensed by the original license holders. So, it took a lot of work, a lot of traveling, not so much by myself. This was all done by Jim Price, um, our original owner of Superformance travelled to the UK, got all the drawings from ex-employees of FAV Ford Advanced Vehicles there, uh, spent time with Holman uh, Lee Holman, got information from him, got information from uh, another owner in on back east. Um, eventually, it was a lot of blueprints and then buying up of a lot of parts and stuff, sending it back. Uh, and we knew we wanted to start with a Mark II. Because that was the, the GT40 that Carroll Shelby made famous and won Lamar with in '66. Uh, there were really only 13 original examples of the of the Mark II, um, and um, and and man, the car was a, a hit straight away. We launched it in 06 at, at Barrett-Jackson and took 175 orders. Um, wow! So that that, <laughs> was big, that was a big fright because now we had to really pick it up to build the cars and get the cars out. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and it's carried on with Shelby. We slowly built every, almost every car Carroll raced apart from the Mustangs. Uh, we, we we do the little, little slab-side Cobra uh, with the, the three-inch round-two frame. Yeah. We then race to the Sebring, uh, which was basically the the small little slab-side Cobra with flares at the back. And that's what Ken Miles and then raced in sixty end of 62-63. Um, and then the FIA, which was a played off corner um, Cobra, um, and we've had did all the 50th anniversaries of those versions, and then of course the 427, we had, we had we'd start a little earlier, with, and we do the actual CSX 4000 based on the old CSX 3000, and CSX 6000 is just the number we use now, um, and that's a great car. We, we you know the, the four-inch round tube frame. Uh, salisbury differential in the rear everything done, done correct people think it's just another superformance. performance it's not it's completely different you know the body's different the frame's different the interior the seats even the frames of the seats everything is made different for that car so it's, it's a really special car and uh that's progressed to so all the other special editions um the the, the 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 daytonas we now do in aluminum and fiberglass um the 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 We do the small Daytona 2, which is the 1964, 65, and the 65 Lomar winner. Uh, And we also do the Secret Weapon, which was a car that Carroll developed to go race. Um, But then, of course, when Ford got involved with him and made him run the GT program, he had to drop that. But it was a Daytona with a stretch frame, three inches stretched. uh, And it had a a 390 FE in it. Mm -hmm. at the time, it was it um, it was it was about 100 horsepower more than the 289 Daytona. And Carol had planned to take six of them to Le Mans in in 65, I believe, or 66. I'm not 100% sure. That's 65. And and and, and if you'd taken the five of them, you know, he was already hurting the Ferraris of the 289. Can you imagine what that? that uh, okay. I did speak to Bob Wanderant a couple of times about the car. He tested it at Riverside. And he just said it was so much faster. He says the biggest problem was to stop the tires from smoking. It's it just as fast. <laughs> no. And uh, yeah, so it goes. It, it just goes on. And we got licensed by Ford um, two years ago to develop the GR1, the Shelby GR1. Cool, uh, very a- cool. Because um, I know we're going to talk about this later in the interview. The LBM, the low volume manufacturers act. And that, with yeah. that being held up, it's held up the development of the GL one
1: uh, Superform provided a number of cars for Ford <laughs> v Ferrari. And uh, we're curious how many, and did you get to be a technical advisor on the movie?
3: Uh... <laughs> um, well, the number, and, and, and the clear number is because they kept coming to pick up more examples, but it was roughly 30 cars. Um, there were about 20 Cobras in total, twenty, twenty-two Cobras. So a lot of them were just static. They took actual Mark threes, wrapped them all like a satin white, and they were in the background in the workshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we supplied four slab sides, which made up the, the race cars for the track scenes. Um, the, the, the Ken Miles car, Dave McDonald car. And then and then one slab side, which was Carol's car, the one that, that Matt Damon drove, the little blue one. They were all wrapped the color they were used in the movie. None of them were actually painted that color. So um, and then we supplied uh, two really nice GT forties, uh, two Mark IIs, and that was the the, the light blue, the Ken Miles uh the, the Ken Miles color, correct? And then of course the black and, and silver striped car, which was the uh, uh, Chris Amon uh, car, and they okay. they were used in the prettier scenes. The GTS that you saw being smashed and stuff were not mine. They were supplied by another company. They actually had Chevrolet engines in them. They weren't you know exact uh, cars. Um, the the one that you see in the workshop scene with the door on the foot and the front bent up that was actually one of my cars too. Uh, my son my son now nah, says he owns it not. <laughs> and and then the engine you see running when they were testing the engine and engine shaking—that's a display engine we have here. It's a, it's a genuine a Shelby aluminum block four twenty-seven, but they made it look old school and made it dirty and stuff like that. Wow! Uh, the the GT that's, that's shown in the fire scene is uh, one of my mistakes from years ago. It was a <laughs> car I had an accident with, and um, oh. they they actually used that for the for the fire scene and. Uh, we got the so, new of an and overall. then we supplied six <laughs> Mustangs, um, uh, the Daytonas, uh, the one on the back of the truck that you see that was there, and and, 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 and then the polished shine Daytona, that was one of we supplied. Um, yes, yeah, so I think that sort of covers the cars we supplied for the movie. And on the technical side, no, I didn't actually do that. Oh, it.
1: that's a shame. Oh. That's yeah. a shame. No,
3: we, we were too busy at the time, and it, it's very time. I went to one of the filmings up in, uh, Holly, in uh, Hollywood, uh, Burbank, I think it was, and very impressed with the way these guys do it. I now realize why it costs so much to make a movie. Uh, they were running at a run rate of 450000 a day for that kind of shooting. I couldn't understand where that money went. But then I saw the amount of food and the selection. <laughs> there's not a food, there's not a dessert, there's not a candy, there's not a chocolate bar, there's not a power bar, there's not a protein in the world that they didn't have available that day. <laughs> and every American actor had what they had to have. I, I couldn't believe it. I mean, Prima Madonna something else but they did work hard I I, I took my hat off to Matt Damon working that day he was in hot clothing and it was a hundred and something degree day in LA and he had to have these big jackets on for some of the film scenes and it was very impressive but my son did uh, he did follow the circus to a couple of the film shoots to make sure the cars ran and didn't have any issues and Rich McDonald uh, who works for me he's the son of of Dave McDonald oh cool Uh, yeah, so it's really cool. He's kept his father's history alive. Um, and, and unfortunately he was six years old, proximity when his father was killed at in Indianapolis at over two hundred mile an hour in IndyCar. Mm-hmm. Um father was the first scene in the movie where they show uh, Ken Miles winning, that race his father actually won. David McDonald won that race. Oh wow. In the real life, uh, in the real time. The real time. Uh, so he was he gave them a lot of technical advice. He helped them change changed quite a bit and then there was guys like uh, um, uh, Charlie Agapo um, I remember some of the others they, they were all involved with um, technical advice but I love the movie it's not it's not an accurate historical interpretation but it's very very well done and I've uh, seen it four times.
1: Uh, I own it. I've seen it more than that.
3: <laughs> wow! <laughs> yeah, and you'll and you'll find your wife love it. You know, the amount of women we found that loved the movie, absolutely yeah. enjoy them. Well, if,
1: sometimes when you're uh, you're working on something, it's fun to have it in the background. Just yeah, something yeah. to look over like at
3: watching those cars going around the track.
1: Absolutely. What happened to all the cars that were in the movie? Where are they now?
3: So. So this was, in a way, a sad story on my side because I needed money. The movie company did not buy them from me. They leased them from me. So it was a very, very nice contract. I did did very, very well. Not complaining about that. But it was about $3 million worth of cars I had coming back. Wow. And I needed to be in a hurry. Uh. So um, uh, uh, basically, a lot of them went at very good prices to family. And they went to Aaron Shelby, bought the car that that Matt Damon drove his, Carol's car uh, uh, Randall Shelby bought one of the cars that were used as a Ken Miles car uh, Peter Miles bought the actual main car that his father drove in the movie um, the stunt driver from the movie bought one of the, 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 the 289 slap sides that was used also we never know which one was used because they wrapped them all white <laughs> <laughs> the one was red and the other one was blue so there was actually five of them I six'm size uh the the black gt40 was uh, bought straight away and i thought i'd got all the money in the world because i did get good money for that um and only uh, went into a private collection that's in michigan and then the Ken miles car um very good custom mobiles good Daytoners and stuff bought that and i thought i'd really run the bell with the money. Well, uh, six months later, he took it to Meikam and nearly tripled his money. It sold for four hundred and forty thousand at So I left a lot of money on the table. I mean, I don't have a table big enough to triple that money. That's how much money there. Wow. And, um, the 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 rollers, the, the as I call them, the rollers. So they were super performance cars that were used in the background display. Um, most of them just went to customers that we, that wanted to know. They got a car number from the the movie and one of them went to the cobra experience a museum and they wrapped yep. that far off uh, for charity and i heard it it went really, 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 really well wow nice I'm still got i've actually got one left that we kept i wanted to keep one and i managed to keep it sitting in the back and of course i've still got my black gt40 and, and the, the
1: tell us about the
3: future gt40 what is that so that was just a little bit of fun. And it's actually uh, Doug, yeah, who you know, um, he came to me and he said, you know, I, I would like to do, I want a GT40. He's been working for me at that, that stage for a long, well, a, lot, a reasonable period of time. And uh, he had, you know, bought a Daytona from me in approximately 2005, I think, somewhere around there. Um, And, and. uh he said "There's you know, a lot of people are not gonna be able to get the new four GT because they were at the first when they launched them, they were only gonna build five hundred of them or something like that. I don't know the number grew. Um and uh he brought the drawing and, and he did had some guy do some artwork and make it look like the 2016 Lamar cars that raced. And he mm-hmm. uh, we said, well, and and you know, let's go with a modern wheel. Because one of the, the GT, they 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 are fast, but we were always restricted by the 15-inch tires that we ran on them, and the, and the tires that were available for 15-inch. But now we were going to put in. Uh, Doug is, is, should finally be at about 700 horsepower in his car when it's when it's completed the second time. Um, mine has a has a Illuminator supercharged from Rush. Which is around six fifty, and the car weighs twenty four hundred pounds. Oh. So, <laughs> <the> 18, <laughs> yeah. Well, now we have um, HRE wheels on it. The nineteens in the rear, eighteens in the front, and we've got a three. I've got a three thirty five on the back. So now we've got traction, and um, and just a couple of other things. You know, the future forty. Of course all our cars have air conditioning, uh, and, and the, the future forty was a fun project. It was loved at SEMA. And it's such a cool car to drive with the modern drivetrain. So, not the old Windsor style pushrod engine. The the Coyotes are so smooth. And the car all of a sudden is a lot more refined and nice to drive.
1: Tell us if you could. Uh, and and this legislation has now been passed, and uh, it's. We, Explain, if you would, what the <laughs> low-volume Motor Vehicle Manufacturers Act of 2015 is, and why is this such a big deal?
3: So, to date, we have to sell it, our, our cars as rollers. We wouldn't really use the term roller a couple of times. And that's that's minus engine and transmission. We mm-hmm. find in it, a traffic uh, act as, as not being a car that doesn't have an engine and a transmission. Um, and that's awkward when you come in to buy a car because, you know, people want instant gratification. They arrive here and they think they can drive it out like a, from a regular dealership, and, and that's not possible. And then they find out that to buy the engine and transmission at another location from a different supplier and then have it installed. And it, 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 it chases a lot of buyers away. Um, so, and many other countries have low volume manufacturer um, guidelines and, and, and regulations. And that's not something that has been in America. It started with, um, Senator Campbell and, and, and way back in 2004, where, where he where started putting it forward. That has gone through many versions over the years. And what it basically ended up with now is we, we have to meet SMOG, the current tailpipe SMOG regulations. And we have some of the EBAP we have to meet, but you don't have to meet all the fresh tests and, and other safety regulations that are out there. But you are limited to 325 a year, and and it and it, it's it's a way to create small, motor manufacturing companies like it started in the 1900s when, Harley started in a garage and Ford started in whatever you know. It, it, now it gives us a chance to come in, whereas to pass to, to pass all the regulations that are current for, for a, manufacturer of thousands of cars a year, it would be impossible, and. Um, it's, it's it's a good, it's a move in the right direction. All of us that are considering doing this are even really planning to go further. You know, they're not requiring ABS and traction control. Well, we're putting, we're going to put ABS and traction control in our cars. We, we believe it's necessary. Um, so so it, it, it'll help a lot of us become eventually a full, fully-fledged manufacturer of cars. That'll be cool.
1: Very cool. Yeah. And which car or which cars... Are you building under uh, the new Manufacturers Act?
3: So the plan is initially the COBRA, uh, and we've been in development because this this was delayed. You know, it was signed by Obama back in 2015, and it's six years later now, and, and it finally did get uh, uh, approved and, and pushed out um, by Trump just before he left. And um, But then, unfortunately, we had a setback, and, and Biden signed an executive order to stop it all now. But I think they're just going to review everything. They basically stopped everything that was done. And uh, so we had a, a, a conference call with C Man, everybody today, and, and they're pretty positive that, that, it, that it still will go through. And uh, hopefully we can we can't start. That's a
1: new wrinkle that I hadn't heard of.
3: Oh, yeah. Look it up. Yeah. executive oh. order. The
1: well, tell us about that, Cobra, because you and I were talking about this about a week ago, and you there were sure some interesting numbers with it
3: yeah so so the the, the car is going to be uh, you know based on a, the new coyote from the mustang uh, it's it's a nice it's going to be a really nice car to drive uh, you know you refine it you're going to have available air conditioning and stuff like that even though it's a convertible but it does have a soft top and a hard top available um but the exciting thing here is and, and we we're going to push this way and it, it's something I never thought I'd be saying but we're actually going to be doing electric version of the car. <laughs> the first, the first, the first electric one is done already. It's it's actually in Florida. It has we made a short video and showed some people. We we just had a little bit of a bad luck and had an accident very quickly. Oh uh, no. it is it's 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 extremely fast. So we've had to we've had to dial it down as much as possible. Uh, it um, it's the first numbers that it showed out were just absolutely ridiculous. The, the the we we just built it with a Tesla electric motor and the Tesla engine sits right on the back wheels. It gives it incredible traction, and we did have three thirty five. 18s on the car and with mm. a result it absolutely took off and um, the guy wasn't expecting it
0: so.
1: <laughs> 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 but, uh, oh. we won't
3: be giving we won't be giving the the, the production versions won't have that much part because that wasn't the intention it was just to prove the concept and you know, see what kind of battery life we could get. No, yeah. I want to yeah. sign
1: up for the stupid version, please. Oh,
3: yeah, yeah <laughs> it's, uh, it's 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 beyond stupid. This the guy who had the accident <laughs> is actually a drag racer. He's he's raced fast cars. He said this thing caught me. He just did not expect it to do this. Wow. It was a second, and, and it ran to the to the one side and it hit a couple of cars. Oh
1: wow! No, what I was trying to get you to was talking. <laughs> he was lance was telling me about the mileage they were expecting to get out of the coyote motor version
3: oh and yeah the coyote gave us a big shocker so we, we've actually had each year in anticipation for the bill to be passed each sema we, we've had a low volume car built to how we understood the regulations and we would test it and drive it through the sema and I've, I've got a old guy who's been with me many, many years, Bob. And uh, Bob's the most cautious driver. He's the only one who can drive it. One of the trucks all the way to Vegas and back on a tank of gas. He's, he's really an economical driver. Anyhow, driving behind the trailers, so that's at the average speed of about 60 miles an hour. Uh, we were over 26 miles to a gallon with a Cobra. And that's absolutely crazy for a Cobra you know, because it is a brick in the wind. And um, and normally we get 12 to 16 miles to a gallon. Yeah,
1: I, I love yeah. the idea that you've made a Cobra into an economical commuter. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> it, it was a six-speed transmission. The car was running at 1,200 RPM. Uh, so, of course, it just doesn't use any gas.
1: It sounds like wow. it.
3: Wow. 2,350 pounds. Wow.
1: This is my favorite question for everyone we interview, and I ask everyone the same question. Uh, guys, we've had on the show more than once. I make them tell me a different story every time. What's the dumbest thing you've ever done in a car?
3: Uh, the show's not long enough. What time, How long are you guys? <laughs> no, um, unfortunately, I, I smashed a, a GT40, it, it was a total dumb thing to do. Um, and uh, so that's that's uh, that's the stupidest um i've done the odd top speed run which didn't make sense but it was in my crazy days when i still lived in south africa and you know thought we were invincible
1: and- well you can well, talk about that i think statute of limitations yeah. is
3: probably okay it's it's probably over now but, you know, <laughs> when i think back to it now you know wife and two kids in the back and 198 miles an hour it you know, <laughs> oh just doesn't make any sense so,
1: yeah. No, but you're getting yeah. where you need to be.
3: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: We've been speaking with Lance Stander about how he got his start coming to America and all the cool stuff that Superformance builds. You can find all the social media links for Lance and Superformance on readthedriven.com. Lance, thank you again for being with us. It was a real pleasure.
3: Thanks, guys. It was a pleasure being with you. Call guys always fun.
1: Thank you so much for spending time with Driven Radio. And when we say that, I say that every week. I really mean it. Yep. Uh, we wouldn't be able to he do does. this show without the support of our listeners. We're thrilled that you're with us. Uh, you can find us online at com and ReadTheDriven.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at, at com, And listen... Screw it! I'm not doing that list. Listen to any place (laughs) you you can find us. We're thrilled that you're listening. We'll see you next time here on Driven Radio.